Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. Welcome to the Metal Forge. I'm your host, Mark Jackson, and I'm going to be pounding out the best regional metal for you tonight. If you're new to this show, pick up your hammer and get down with some of these featured guests. Got any questions or comments? Send them to metalforgeradio at gmail.com. Welcome to the Metal Forge. I'm your host, Mark Jackson. Thank you all for tuning in today. It is March the 13th, Friday the 13th. Who's all scared and spooky? Ah, fuck it, I'm not. Uh, I have Majutsu coming in today. Actually, you know, we recorded a couple of weeks back at uh, 21st Amendment Tavern in the Marquee Room. Sounds a little bit like the boiler room. There's a lot of noise and stuff like that. A little, a little bit of white noise in the background, but it's all good. It's all fun. It was some killer time with those guys. Uh, love having having them all on the show. Uh, having a good time with them. A couple of them I've had on before when they, you know, they were in with Hot Prowlers. Gonna play a couple of songs by them too. You know, I just really uh, before I get into all that, I want to tell everybody. You know, I hope you're safe. I hope everything's cool. You know that you're. Uh, you're not sick, you're not having to stay home from work and being quarantined and all that stuff, because it they say shit's getting serious out there, so, you know, as long as I'm able to, I'm still going to be putting out new episodes. Uh, I can call people on the phone. <laughs> no, really, uh, seriously, be safe, um, be cautious, you know, wash your hands, you know, sing the ABCs or sing Happy Birthday and not by the Beatles either, because that fucking sucks. Say it's a birthday. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, up in the upcoming weeks, you know, I've got Wild Ride coming in. I have Lady Beast in support of their new album, The Vulture's Amulet. Um, they're going to be towards the end of March. And some other out-of-town bands, you know, coming on the show as well. Some Chicago bands, some bands maybe from uh, New York. That'll be pretty cool. And New Jersey, that's that's some awesome stuff. We're getting uh, farther and farther out there. The reach with the internet is uh, endless. Thank you for everybody who has sent in some some older tracks. You know, like I said last week on the show, I wanted some stuff, uh, some metal between the years of 1980 and 2004. Uh, I have received a few things. Thank you guys. Um, I'm going to be get, uh, researching some of that and getting it back to you and maybe possibly doing a Metal Forge classic show, you know, with some older, older bands like maybe like Crowhaven. Ooh, that would be a pretty good one. Um, but also, I do want to sit there and say, you know, I want to thank the people at uh, Mercury Ballroom for being so awesome to me and at, uh, you know, Production Simple, uh, Headliners Music Hall here in Louisville, Kentucky, and, and Old Forester's Paris Town Hall. 
thank you guys uh, for giving uh, the show tickets to give away to the to you guys, you know, the listeners out there, because you know I like giving those things away. I like the interaction, um, and I will be having some more shows here soon. Um, Against me and Baroness will be at the Mercury Ballroom here in Louisville, Kentucky. Circus Survive will be a, a show that I'm going to be giving away tickets to. The Who. Um, the H-U, um, not like Pete Townsend, who, uh, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats, those are all coming up, Mercury Ballroom, you know, be listening to the show, you know, I know it's a podcast, but be listening, pay attention to the Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash metalforgeradio, uh, twitter.com slash metalforgeradio, Instagram, metalforgeradio, everything on your web is metal forge radio all one word you know so patreon all one word you know metal forge radio check it out you know you never know what platform i will be giving away tickets on and i'll make an announcement on all of the pages and you know hey you can find yourself a winner 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 chicken dinner right so before we get into it, you know, I do, like I said, I wanted to thank those people, uh, the Patreon subscribers, uh, supporters and all that. Thank you guys. It's been awesome, you know, so let's just get into the music, you know. This is Waste by Majutsu. Listen to the interview, and at the end, I'm going to be playing The Circle as well. So I hope you dig this one. It was really fun, and, you know, be safe out there, you know. Hey, and if you're feeling frisky, all you got to do is come out this weekend. It's the 21st Amendment Tavern, the Metal Forge Live, Punk Rock Night. Punk Rock takes over with Deacons of Doom, Gravel and Spiders, and Straight Laced. Show is at 10, doors are at 9, just $5, 21 and up. Come get your drink on, come get your music on, and come on out. Because it's going to be fucking cool, you know, because... All those bands are cool, and I'm cool, so you might as well come with us, too, and kick that shit, that fucking being scared of being fucking sick shit, kick it right in the fucking nuts, and come on out and have a good time with all your friends, you know, here at the Metal Forge. Here is Majutsu.
So why don't we go around the table and introduce ourselves here to the listeners. Uh, my name is Paul. I play keyboards. My name's Oliver. I play drums. My name's Albie. I play guitar. My name's Josh. I play bass and vocals. Awesome. So how long have you guys been around? I mean, late 2017, early 2018, maybe? Around that time. I think so. I think so 2017 2018 yeah and do you all have any I know you've got one of the one song on Bandcamp right now we have three singles up on all the streaming services Spotify iTunes and everything right now that we've recorded a while back awesome Uh, so tell me about Majutsu you know tell me about it what I mean oh we're we're kind of like a uh uh, you know, it's been a constant evolution of things. Uh, we've had some members go and come, and this is the lineup that we've been rolling with for, for a while now. But, you know, we, we kind of have a uh, black metal vibe, I guess, a little bit, a little bit of crust punk vibe with a little bit of, or- like, orchestral, maybe, synth patches and things like that. It's black metal uh, in theory. Yeah. Not so much practice. Right. It's yeah. an amalgamation of a lot of different, a lot of things that we're all into. Uh, reading the description on the Facebook page, it says psychedelic black metal. That's true. Uh, we do have kind of some spacey parts, some shoegaze parts, as well as you know, lots of reverb in it. Yeah, lots of reverb. Yeah, I think we've shifted a lot from the psychedelic aspect. From um, I think that was like the original idea, but now it's just constantly evolving. Okay. I don't. I don't know what type of. I don't know. Like I wouldn't really. Sorry. No, you're you're good. But um, yeah, at its roots, it's black metal. But layers on top change. And all the riffs are very shoegazy. And there's a little bit of a post-punk influence in there with our newer stuff we're working on. Um, a little so bit of John Carpenter too. A little bit. A little bit. Sounding so. You know, some some of that too. Uh, basically, all the things that we like in other genres of music yeah. added on top of black metal. And we did. And we just thought all those sounds sounded really cool together, and we're kind of excited about pushing this new sound we're going for good deal so do you all have a, a a set album or ep or anything coming out anytime soon or um, we, we have enough material for a full length at this point with uh some of it being material before i was in the band some of it i've helped them finish as soon as i joined and some of it we're still currently working on so it's kind of past present future like okay. like a lot of debut albums, kind of a collection of right songs that don't really it's not cohesive, but it's a kind of a time stamp of where we are now and where these guys have been. Awesome. I can completely relate to that. No. <laughs> Perfect. So what is the allure to, to music for you guys? And that, 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 that can be answered individually, not just necessarily as the band itself. Well, yeah, for me individually, it, it, the allure to music is always, I've always been wanting to create new things, and I think that within this band it allows me to create 
new things in terms of listening and, and, and also providing a different because I'm in a, I'm in a band with Oliver called Hot Prowlers, which is a new wave, and this is the metal band, and then I'm in another thing that's like kind of like dance music, but. For the most part, what I get out of it is just being able to create and get some kind of therapy out of it, you know, and that's the way it's always been for, like, years. It's right. kind of like, you know, using it as some sort of, like, therapy in a way. I think it's one of the purest forms of, like, emotional release and, like, catharsis. Uh, speaking, especially from a lyrical standpoint recently, um, it, it, I don't know, it's, it's been the best way I've been able to get what's going on in my head on paper as well as like the the music absolutely matches that as well like uh, joining this band I was absolutely floored at some of the stuff that they were working on that I hadn't even heard yet so oh yeah I mean I think Paul pretty much spoke for everyone here that yeah it's just an outlet for creativity and just everybody in this band were involved in multiple projects that all sound different which is uh it's pretty cool because we all have different ideas to bring to the table and it's a lot of fun well for me if i don't make music if i can't create then i'd rather die very understandable very relatable it's it's, it's like it's almost like a burden it's one of those things where i think if you what you're saying is that if it's if you're not being productive, it's like stepping away from playing music. You just you feel like you're missing something. Oh, yeah, that and also just like the way my brain operates. Like if I'm not creating, and I just feel completely empty, I guess, or useless. I don't know. If you're not putting stuff out, then you're internalizing it. Right. It's yeah. kind of like we all share this like inherent compulsion to to make music, whatever it may be. You know, in a certain day, we are always trying to create in each one, in any of our projects, you know, solo or together. I guess, or like, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, just a way to express myself because I'm not, like, really good at it in any other part of my life, I guess. So it's just kind of a way to communicate how I feel without, like, actually how do you all get together and do your thing do you do each of you come in with a part do you just stand there and then just start jamming something out a lot of times yeah yeah so usually somebody comes in with a riff and we just start jamming on it until it starts to make sense um yeah, the writing process is pretty fluid. We'll come up with ideas somebody will bring a riff to the table and then we might once we got all the riffs and parts, we might try to structure it out, just write down all the parts on a dry erase board oh, we yeah. have in our practice space and kind of go from there. Yeah, sometimes that doesn't always work out, though. We just, like, take, sometimes we take parts of those structures and just, like, keep hammering it out until it sounds like a song. Until it feels no, right. Until yeah. it feels right. And there's yeah. no real... Um, I mean, as a musician myself, you know, I'm to the point where it's like, how do you how do you know when it's a hit? I guess. Right. You know, do you do you have? Because the the song that I had saw on the Bandcamp page is like seven minutes, mm-hmm. so you know it kind of starts out with kind of a doomy length or something like you know seven, eight, ten minutes, or do you whittle it down from there? I mean, on average, or do you just leave it how it is? You know. Um. And I know it's a, a subjective to each song, but sure. 
some of the songs, well, not the ones that we already have recorded, but some of the songs that we play out still add parts to it. Yeah, nice. So it's just like, because it didn't, that one song, it didn't feel complete. I mean, it did at the time, but, you know, we got other ideas for it, and it's not set in stone, so it's like, hey, just play with it some more. <clears throat> I think our shortest song is just a little over five minutes long. Yeah, something like that. And uh, yeah, most of it's most of our tracks are maybe about six, seven minutes long. Nice. Yeah. Most of our tracks, like when you when you when you get ready to play them, you're going on a journey for about five, yeah. seven minutes. You know. Hey, uh, there, that's I'm all for that. I'm you know I'm a huge fan of like home and stuff. So as weird as it sounds, I think it just feels complete when there's you know the movements of the song are in succession that you get that feeling that it is complete by the end of it. But it, it, nothing's ever, like, finalized. It's always a work in, prog- work in progress because, you know, we're constantly changing as musicians and constantly having different influences and different things come up in our brains. That a lot of these songs that we've been jamming on since even when I got into the band have gotten drastically different to this day. So, oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of the beauty of not having a deadline because my, my process specifically, like, I'll have fragments of ideas, maybe like, m- maybe like six months later I'll finish them, and I'll be completely satisfied, and either musically or lyrically, too. So, like, ev- everything's subject to change, everything's subject to evolution. I mean, the way that our songwriting has been going lately, we have, like, a lot of uh, catchy hooks and um, a lot of our newer song, which is kind of uncommon for black metal, like kind of a verse-chorus type of structure, and we might have a solo, or not really a solo, but kind of a bridge part in the middle, and just kind of go from there, and we have like a lot of intros and outros too that kind of drag on for a while. But, um, awesome. So. This is always the dreaded question uh, that I get from a lot of people, and they don't really know how to answer it. Uh, do you? And I look at this as not a critique factor. Do you listen to yourself musically? Oh yeah, oh for sure, all the time. Like, is it? I guess a fan is what I'm saying because it's something that you you're invested in that you like what you do. That's how I and, and that's how I interpret that question to to be asked. I mean, I always wanted to be in bands that. I, if I was a fan, I would want to listen to the right. music for sure. So you so can yeah. remove the artist aspect to it. Okay. Part of it for me is, uh, you know, part of it's like validation. Part of it's like reassurance too. Like, is this good? Is this still good? Am I still fucking with this? Am I still like, do I still want to be in this band? The answer is usually yes. I'm still in the band, so obviously I enjoy it quite a bit. But part of it's just, you know, being proud of what you created too. Right. I think, you know, for the most part, I, I agree with what Josh said, you know, 100%. It's like, um, I don't want to do something that's going to be a waste of time either, you know, I mean, so like, if, if I'm getting something out of it, either emotionally or, or even polishing up what music theory or whatever performance technique or whatever it may be, then it's worth it to me. I enjoy the music quite thoroughly. It's one of the... Few, one of the few metal bands around here that actually have keyboards in it, and I think it, it definitely gives a, a different vibe to play keyboards in a metal band. 
right. uh, at least here, you know, it, obviously there's tons of bands that actually do it, but like you don't see yeah, it very in much. Louisville. There's yeah. not many. Yeah, yeah. There's there's very few. Uh, My thing is, I'm, I'm not gonna write this if I don't like. Right. that wants to be in this project is all sitting at this table right, right now. absolutely <laughs> so that's a good thing at least yeah. you know uh, and I know Josh you've been out on tour with other bands yeah. before and I don't know about your guys' history do you have a favorite city or venue to play oh man uh, probably uh, I'll tell you my least favorite city and venue to play is <laughs> <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. No. <laughs> no, that's that's second place. Uh, <laughs> it's next um, definitely in St. Louis. Oh god! Anywhere in St. Louis. Yes. When I'll, you're when you're taking shifts, uh, I will agree with that shit. When you're when you're taking shifts, walking by the van every hour, it's kind of uh, it's not very productive to be playing there. No, but um, fuck, I can answer this question any other time than when I'm asked it. Um, we played. Uh, we played in Indianapolis a couple years ago at Kuma's Corner, which is a really sick heavy metal themed burger place there on the Travel Channel and shit. Um, they had a little warehouse garage thing across the street, and uh, I mean, all ages show, which is always cool, 50 or 60 people on a Monday night, uh, last minute show with Arsis, uh, and they fed us for free. Nice. Which is cool. That's um, always... That's what we need more of. The food's fucking food sick, too. <laughs> um, other than that, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I just contacted a venue in Nashville today that says, we only serve beer and food, and we expect you to buy beer and eat our food. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> but we don't pay the bands either. That's stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let me try to think of this art for free, you know what I mean? Let me try to think of the name of this venue... <laughs> Uh, the Acheron in Brooklyn, when that was open, was really cool. It was kind of a fucking hole, and the stage was like inconveniently high off the ground for the kind of venue it was. But I mean, that place was packed, and absolutely every single show I've ever played in Michigan has been nothing short of buck wild. Right. So I've heard that about Michigan shows. Yeah, actually, there's yeah. nothing to do in Michigan besides drink and rage, and that's what they do. At metal <laughs> shows is drink and rage. Nice. I'll be anything for you. Uh, I've liked all the venues I've played. Good deal. You know, it's um, been quite a few lately too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did get heckled from Texas. What? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. But uh, I mean, that was like after I played my intro. You know, some guy just yelled out "boring" or whatever. Jesus. So I got into my set and shut up. I guess. But yeah, that that had never happened in my life. So that was new. Made me. I don't know, I'm kind of sensitive, you know. Like I, I wanted to like, smash my guitar over his head. But, <laughs> you know, I'm in somebody else's territory, so I would right. beat up or whatever. But I mean, like, I'm just kind of disrespectful. Oh, it's not kind of. It is. It's crap on somebody else's like Go out in the parking lot and say I suck like everybody else. You know, <laughs> like, you know don't yeah. do it like while I'm playing because that's 
kind of rude. I like the mock B. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Cincinnati. We're talking about things we like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, yeah. that was a cool video. No, I did like Texas, but that's just one thing. Yeah. But, uh, no, the mock B is really. Yeah, it's like old winery maiden. It's like built into a hillside. It's like, looks like kind of like a cave. And there's like cathedral kind of weird painting art in the background, which is nice. And the whole vibe of that place was super cool. Everything about it, the bar, the art in the bar area was cool. Like the actual sound system was cool. Alba was awesome there. Oh yeah. I'm trying to trying to get out there with Majutsu sometime soon. Yeah, I'll add Cincy to my list too. Cincy's always been cool. Yeah. Gotta give a shout to Magbar because we, 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 play, we play there quite often. <laughs> Hell yeah, we, we're pretty much the house band. Every band's the house band. Yeah, all the metal bands are that band's Every band's the house band at Magbar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tap or Mag, which one? Yep. <laughs> as far as my touring experience, I haven't had a whole lot of opportunity or experience to play out of town. I played, and like when I, a few years ago, when I played in various punk and hardcore bands we played a few out of town shows but they were mostly in diy like living room and basement shows and stuff house shows absolutely and they were a lot of fun (laughs) i had a really good time in indianapolis we played in some dudes living room and it was awesome but i mean as far as like these guys have a lot more touring experience than me so even in town you know it doesn't have to necessarily be out so that's that's a that's a good deal uh if you could play any major concert from the past, what would it be? Who wants to go first on this? <laughs> As Majutsu, or in just general? in general, you know, because you're all four different guys. I want to play Woodstock '99. <laughs> yes. <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly, not the first time I've heard that. Not That's the, the one where they time. set fire to it. Yes, and it, like, it is. Limp Bizkit uh, got out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Turn up, burn everything down. Yeah, actually, yeah. Woodstock, Woodstock 99. 99 that you know, the second we day... We would be innovators good. during that time. The second day was good. <laughs> it was Sunday that, that like ruined everything on that Oh, show. it's always the last day. Yeah, always We is. don't want to go home just yet. Let's destroy Let's everything. Destroy everything, yo. They don't know this, but Woodstock '99 is going till Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I don't know. You know, as much as like I like throwing around mixing up the genres, like if there was one show, if we could go back in time and play and weird people out, it would have to be like that 1988 Depeche Mode orchestral maneuvers in the dark tour or whatever that played at the Rose Bowl. That'd be super sick. Right on. Yeah, just open up. People are like wanting to dance, and they're like, no, <laughs> just like. Are you flattered? Maybe you're fucked. It's like your kids will love it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you're not ready. For, maybe you're not ready for it, but your kids will love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, you got anything? We hope your kids. We hope your kids will. I hope your kids. Hate You'll it. hate it. I'm drawing a blank. You want to go first on this one, John? I have no particular <laughs> preference to large concerts, so I guess, on principle, the one where Danzig got punched the fuck out. 
Yeah. Hey, how did you know he was going to be on next week? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish. Uh, Or, like, I don't know, Pink Floyd Live at Pompeii or some shit. I don't know. That That would be great. That would be killer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm always a hound, you know, because I'm thrash, you know. Mm -hmm. Any, like, 84 to, like, 87 Donington where it's, like, 100,000 fucking people, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Craziness. I mean, honestly, like, if I could go back, weirdly enough... If I had, if I could go back in time, I would go into the prime of when uh, I don't know, like the first wave of '80s hardcore was happening, and play at some little DIY house show, like during the time where before all of those bands had a right. name for themselves. Right, I guess. right. Yeah, um, like that, that on the brink, like '80, '81, New yeah. York. Yeah, thing. probably like maybe like play with bad brands or oh wow yeah black flag or somebody I don't know good deal that's yeah. that's you know hey or blow I, their minds I've had people say CBGBs <laughs> and shit like that yeah. you know because mm-hmm. of in that same era so could have changed the entire entire course of punk history if we played that show oh yeah it would be like, like what is this all of a sudden all everybody's starting to try blast beats and shit <laughs> Punk might have turned out to be pretty good. Fuck. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely the most metal dude oh in this band. Oh, yeah. talk about Punk. <laughs> <laughs> it's one yeah. metal guy and three Punk guys. For the yeah. one kind of synth I'm a biggest Punk, punk, punk guy. guy. <laughs> and... Um, and that's that's what it that's what it comes up to be. I mean, but you know, most metal it would still sound like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden if it wasn't for punk. But <laughs> you think about it, but that's just me. Oh, um, I mean, it's not a bad. Thing. I'm kidding. <laughs> if you could have written, and this is not necessarily a measuring stick kind of question, but it does kind of come out that way. If you could have written or recorded um, an album or song that somebody else had done. You know, if you could have written that, what would it be? Now, like I said, album or song. Album or Typically, song. it's one of those questions where, you know, it's usually something that is it, that you can throw in the the CD player in the on the turntable and constantly listen to and never bore of. Yeah. I think I answered this. Uh, the same question on the Hot Prowlers interview, but... I think so. I think uh, I would love to be a, If I had to be a part of any recording process or song or, or al- basically album, it would probably be Downward Spiral album. I believe that's what you answered the last time, yeah, too. So. Yeah. I think I said the Disintegration album from The Cure is my answer the last time. But I know that was, that was just the first thing that popped into my head during that question. I don't know. I really don't know. I can't. That's a really hard question to answer. Because, you know, I like a lot of stuff. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I dig it. There's plenty of, plenty of stuff out there that I'll be like, damn, I wish I wrote that or whatever. Yeah, or I wish I could have some... wrapped my head around yeah. the, the idea of saying, how in the fuck did they do that? Right. Yeah, you know, and you know that we all know the same physicality of it, mm-hmm. but it's just like the way we all piece things together musically. We all do it a little bit different. 
which I think that's a great. Can I also add one more album to that? Absolutely. So I find it fascinating, even though people don't like Rob Zombie, but White White Zombie Astro Creep 2000. I would oh, love to have been a part of that, that album. Was sick. Yeah, yeah. Classic. It a, lot, is. a lot of samples in that, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of samples in everything that yeah, you missed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Like one of those in any ministry album, probably, any one of their metal albums. You know, I saw them for the first time back in November, and it was fucking killer. Was yeah, that when they played with Slayer? Yes. And honestly, probably the tightest band I've ever seen live. Nice. Like, wow. Like, on. Like, ridiculous. I would definitely, I mean, absolutely anything Mike Patton has ever touched in his career. Oh, yeah. But uh, specifically Angel Dust by Faith No More. I just, I keep coming back to that album over the years. Like, I listened to it twice today, like, pretty obsessively. Like, I don't know, there's just something about that group of individuals and Patton specifically that's just, like, insane to me. Just so weird. Just really weird. You can't recreate that. No. It's on some great albums. California would be a cool one to be a part of. Yeah. With Mr. Bungle. It's, mm-hmm. It was just pure insanity. Just to see what I think we, they just wrote each piece by piece of that album. Just to see what was going on when they recorded Disco Volante. Or Volante, okay. or whatever. However you say that. Uh, yeah. Hail Mike Patton. Yeah, Angel Dust is great. Yeah. Still want to do a Faith No More cover band sometime, you know? Yeah, we tried yeah, <laughs> we've been talking about faith. No more tributes. Um, yeah. yeah, we. Yeah, Paul and I actually started currently into the into the public right now. Uh, you all think you're gonna have fun. With that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tried to do a faith of work cover band about a year and a half ago before we were in Hot Prowlers. Yeah. That's how we met. That's Tim how we met Tim, the bass player in Hot Prowlers. Right. But then our guitarist, he stopped showing up to practice. So we we're like, hey, he's like, hey, you wanna be in Hot Prowlers? And we're like, all right. So here we are. Here. Bound together by Faith No More. Except Al. Except Al. We still like Give him. Give it a though. chance. Yeah, he's, 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 he's Albie's good. Albie's good, dude. He's so. an all right dude. <laughs> all right. <laughs> when it comes to writing and recording and stuff, do you all, are y'all gearheads when it comes to stuff like that? Or do you just sit there and you, you just plug in and play and leave it to somebody else? What I like to tell people is I am not a musician. I'm just a bass player. <laughs> I can play it. And I can't tell you how or why. I can't tell you what my amp's doing. I can. I can Don't just... let him fool you. He can play <laughs> bass better than most people can play guitar. I know. <laughs> I know. I've seen him in many different things yeah. with many, you know, many different musicians, and yeah, he can play. Yeah. I, I don't play guitar. <laughs> you pedals. look at it and it does what you command it to do. Well, is that I it? Play, so you play pedals. Yeah, take all the pedals away from what you do. <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> a big fart. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it can't be that bad. I don't know. Nah, it's not. Bad. He knows how to write a riff too. He's just trying to be. Just, I don't know. We hate ourselves. Yeah, we all just. I think that's a requirement of being a musician at some point. Well, sure. yeah. Now comes the fun questions that, you know, everybody sends. It's like, wow, that's a hard question. Do you have a favorite film? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think you all were... I don't think I started asking these the last uh, time you all were in. I think you did. Uh, um, growing up, and probably 
to this day, I still love Pulp Fiction. Like Tarantino's work is obviously, you know, arguably there's a lot of stuff that's good, a lot of people don't like, a lot of people do like, stuff I don't like they like, but I think in terms of a movie, like Pulp Fiction was definitely one that changed my whole perception about movies in general at that time. Um, I watch a lot of movies though, but that one's pretty much the go-to throughout the years. So have you ever rewatched the scene where uh, Marvin gets killed? And oh, I actually yeah, yeah. see if that uh, uh, John Travolta does pull the trigger. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I have many different theories about what's in that briefcase. Oh so, yeah. Uh, you know, so what do you think it is? I think it's the boxing belt from the match that Bruce Willis, uh, you know, uh, broke. You know, he was supposed to go down. He didn't. Escaped and right. took all the money. Right, right. I think it's the boxing belt from that. You know, some people will say it's God or whatever. But yeah, it's Marcellus' uh, soul. Uh, uh, rationally thinking, I think it's the I think it's the boxing title belt that was supposed to was part of the fight. I've never thought of that actually about it being that. That's a that's a good deal. Uh, the first thing that popped into my head probably the Big Lebowski because oh uh, hell yeah. <laughs> And there's very few comedy movies out there t- for me that have a replay value that you could just watch and up over and over again and not get bored with it. Right. But that movie is so good because, well, not only because it's a Coen Brothers movie, but, I mean, all the characters are so weird and unique and well-written and, I don't know, I, li- I like it. Gotta love the nihilists in that movie. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Peter Stormare is killer. <laughs> uh, you know, I enjoy that one as well and I'm watching a uh, behind the scenes Jeff Bridges goes over to the Coens he's like because it's based on a real guy mm-hmm. he goes do you think the dude would have you know got high before this before he had this encounter and they're like definitely <laughs> and he would just go over and like do his thing make him make his eyes red and shit <laughs> so he looks stoned on camera <laughs> good stuff I'm kind of basic I don't really watch a lot of films. Play video games and watch anime. What? That's fine. Guess, What's your favorite? I guess I, I, I the Lion King. I don't know. Like, really? Lion King or Friday? Lion King or Friday? You know, like, I don't. They're they're the they're a similar story. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Good, you know. You know, Mufasa kind of got fired on his day off. If you think about it, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's yeah, a, and Ice Cube's just trying to prove himself. Just like <laughs> See, look at this. Hey, you know, like, <laughs> That's great because he's. I said that and his. He went. <laughs> Josh like perked up. He's like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not even high he right should, now. He should have died in that stand. What? Mufasa. Oh. It's kind of BS. What happened to him? Oh yeah. His own brother. Watch the new one. No, new one's good. Is no, it? it might break my heart. I don't know. I'm kind of weird on. I'm kind of weird on the like, Disney live action oh, kind of stuff. I haven't watched any of them yet. I watched the remake of Aladdin, and that was actually not Will bad. Will really? Smith saves yeah. the day. Yeah. Will yeah. Smith is the Does genie. he really? Yeah, yeah. Will Smith plays the genie. I think. Uh, I think he was the best part of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Live action Jungle Book is incredible. Jungle Book was my favorite Disney movie of all yeah. time. I thought they did it a lot of justice, but. uh Definitely my favorite movie of all time is The Empire Strikes Back, which is a very predictable answer if you've talked to me for five minutes. But uh, more, more, <laughs> more recently, uh, I've enjoyed 
Ari Aster's work, Hereditary and Midsummer. Which is tattoo. I did. You got a midsummer tattoo. Just the complete inversion of my Star Wars man child interests. (laughs) Just really sad, relentless shit. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Which kinda comes back. And he brings it back down. (laughs) Comes back to the the sentiment of Majutsu in and of itself. Do you have a favorite food? All of it. All of it. Like cuisine, or like well, let's break this down. Do you have a, you know, do you have yes? Do you have a favorite food? Like you know, some people say pizza, some people say shrimp, some people say steak. You know, I'll eat pizza every day of my life. Uh, so pizza, sure. I mean, I like Indian food a lot. I like Thai food a lot. Not one specific thing though. I like pizza and tacos and burgers and chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Blizzards from Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Like ramen, sushi. I like everything. Yeah. I was keeping. Yeah. I was but hoping he was gonna go on for like four or five minutes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Barbecue shrimp, shrimp, coconut gumbo. shrimp. It's all different types. R.I.P. KFC. Uh, I would say that anything tacos. Is legit for me. Uh, I like Thai food and Indian food a lot too. Anything with some spice to it. Right so, on. Yeah. Bring the heat. I love mm-hmm. tacos. Um, I mean, I'll, so I'll, got I'll tear tacos up some pizza. and pizza. I mean, I love pizza. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but you know, my, my jam is uh, carnitas tacos. Oh yes. You know, just uh, crispy nice. fried pork and. Right. So where are we eating yeah. after this? I don't know. <laughs> Anywhere. Anywhere if you're dying. Hey, they serve food here. <laughs> it's good. I think I could eat the pineapple curry from Vietnam Kitchen every day for the rest of my life. It's good stuff. So on the other side of that, uh, do you have a favorite alcohol? Well, Albie and I are sober. Yeah. So okay. I be- do like some NA stuff. Like, like NA, that's yeah. really good. And Buckler, that's, that's really good as well. Do you all? I mean, I, I'm a usually. I mean, I don't drink too often these days. But when I do, it's typically just straight bourbon. I'm a man of simple taste in that regard. I like those hard seltzers, man. Close <laughs> Claw, baby. Hey, White Claw is uh, not bad. I like all Bonavive, all of them. <laughs> so truly, um, my girlfriend works as a uh, bar manager, so get to experience a lot of different cocktails but uh you know I, I like a little bit of bourbon every once in a while but not not very often i don't i particularly don't like getting drunk drunk but right. i do like uh i do like the hard seltzers they don't they don't taste like beer they, and they, they taste like water you know <laughs> flavored water and i'll crush some lacroix like that's like my thing <laughs> any kind of sparkling water i'll crush seconded yeah even the kroger stuff that's Whole pack of Kroger, so, you know, <laughs> Kroger hard Mandarin seltzer. orange. I'm like, oh. <laughs> do you have any Spinal Tap moments? Spinal every tap practice, moments. <laughs> pretty much every band practice. <laughs> the first well, couple of practices shows too. are one thing, but when you're out in front of people, yeah, you, know, you don't know what Spinal Tap is. You don't know who Spinal Tap is, or are you think a movie? What's well, a movie yeah. about a fake band? Oh, it's uh, a mockumentary. I yeah, I don't want. <laughs> 
What, 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 Basically, whatever you whatever could go wrong on stage will go wrong on stage. Whether it's uh, any pyrotechnics screwing up, or I mean, we've been pretty fortunate for the most part. We haven't had it any major. Necessarily, the need to be in this band. Oh well, um, um, like early on in Jitsu, you know, there was some punches thrown. I don't know if that. Oh yeah, of shit. our first time we ever played a tap room, our lead singer had to punch somebody in the face because he kept on like falling on top of us, drunk and unplugging yeah. amps and. So it's, on the, it's on the internet. <laughs> Hang on. To be fair, if you're a singer in the tap room and you haven't had to do that, come on now. Yeah, there's video evidence of it on YouTube as well. <laughs> the whole side is on there. What's funny is the same guy is trying to sing along the lyrics there. We don't even know yeah, what they are at the time. Show like, well, that was our first shit. Was his second show. Yeah, yeah. and Darian. Darian had said lyrics. He was just screaming at the mic. This dude was acting like he knew all the lyrics. And we kept on like just grabbing him, and eventually he had enough and had to clock the dude. Oh shit! Had to do it to him. And there's another show at Tap Room where Darian got hit with a bottle. Yeah. And there's another fight that broke. (laughs) I think some girl threw a bottle at his head or something. Zombie walk. Yeah, it was during the zombie walk, so there was a ton of people out. Anyway, y'all booked a show on zombie walk. We don't think about it. Our shows have gotten a lot more. Our shows have become a a lot more pacifist lately, but yeah. Those first few shows, like, everybody was, like, either way too drunk or thought they knew the lyrics to our songs and was trying to get on stage and, like... eventually just get beat up for it. Recently, we kind of fudged a typo-negative cover by, like, our standards. I don't think anyone else realized it. But it was like a close call. Like, oh man, we're gonna end up on catatonic youths or some shit. <laughs> I think about that every time I play in any project. Well, other than Hot Prowlers and most most of the time, that that typo negative though, I was like, oh man, like I could feel the silence and all of us kind of like just looking at each we, other. Yeah, like, we looked at each. Yeah, because <laughs> we got lost on one yeah. part of that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's how we play stage wow. Because why would you play a typo negative cover otherwise? What's your guilty pleasure? Alcohol. That's why I'm sober. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. You should just listen to what you like. Even oh, if is it's that musically? Or it can, it, it's whatever you interpret it. Man, I went there fast. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I buy a lot of toys. I collect toys to the detriment of my wallet. But you collect them. You don't sit down on the floor and play with them. Sometimes. You don't know my life. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Taco Bell is my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I will uh, tear up some Taco Bell more often than not. Probably more than I need to. Right. Mm-hmm. Albie, do you have a guilty pleasure? I don't think I have any guilty pleasure. You know, it's all, I like what I like. And if other people say that it's dumb, then they can't beat me up, so... <laughs> That's kind of their problem. You know, yeah. I wouldn't mess with him in a show. I mean, I'd see him and I'm like, I'm, dude, he's cool. I wouldn't fuck with him. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I think guilty players. I guess I would say McDonald's cheeseburgers. I like those sometimes. That, that and um, another one's Adam Sandler movies from the 90s, I guess. I guess that's a guilty pleasure. No, Just no, by, that's, that's some of his best work, actually. <laughs> it, it's dumb. I mean, the Billy Madison's super dumb, but whatever. Billy Madison's great. But it's so, so funny. 
I think it's just because it's so dumb. It's like it's like Busan, but it's like super stupid. But it's funny. It's you funny. know what I mean? Well, you know, before we came here, uh, we I was just talking to you about this. Um, oh, and porno. Porno is another. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that that goes without saying. What? He said porn. <laughs> porn. Yeah, porno. Porn, porn oh, is a guilty pleasure. Yeah. No. Or it's just a pleasure. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, at that point, you're gonna start. Well, talking it's about not like not in public. I'm not gonna be like, hey, look at this. Until you get caught, I guess. Get caught with your pants place. down. But what kind of porn is it? Yeah, Western. genre becomes the point of discussion. <laughs> Nowadays, it could be anything. It's Old West. <laughs> it's Stagecoach Inferno-based. Fuck. Ah, love those guys. They're going to be on eventually, I hope. Uh, so. Yeah. The weirdest one was some chick, you know, eating a uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich while having sex. That was that was kind of weird. You haven't done that? <laughs> Not with a Popeye's chicken sandwich, no. That's current, that's current events. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, I want you too. That's cool. What were you going to say? Sorry. Uh, I, I, You're shaving minutes off your day by doing both at the same time. Yeah. Guilty pleasures, hey, Taco Bell and porno. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, that's like 50% of my life. the workout so. and... <laughs> You're burning the calories, too. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. the trifecta is Taco Bell, porno, and weed. Dead silence. Wait, what are we no. talking about? Again? About guilty pleasures? <laughs> so this is like kind Wait. of gone in all sorts of directions. Right? Good thing this isn't live. See, none of that stuff we really have to feel <laughs> guilty about. Isn't live. But we do, <laughs> in a way. Well, you know, if it were on the actual radio... I mean, we couldn't even have had that conversation. So, oh, yeah. Because then it would have been like, fuck no! We <laughs> would have been like, oh, I like ice cream a little too much. Yeah, right? That's the radio answer. You know, that's, <laughs> yeah, definitely. You've done that before. Tell everybody how they can get a hold of you guys. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> just just stop. <laughs> would you sue on Bandcamp? Uh, our three singles that we record are on there. Facebook, Majutsu. Uh, you can look us up there. There's, I don't think there's any other bands named Majutsu. There's a lot of animes with Majutsu in the in the title. But, Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's how you can get in contact with us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if anybody Spotify, out there, is, yeah, Spotify. Yeah. Anybody out there listening that wants to book you guys, they can hit you up through there too. Yeah, yeah. they can just go to Facebook. There's a send message there. We have a yeah, we have an email address too. It's What's probably best just to like send a message on Facebook. That's we nervous. forget the email addresses sometimes. <laughs> I know I do. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean anybody that usually wants to book a show with us just hits us up on Messenger on Facebook usually. Yeah. So. Don't message me directly. He won't read it. Anxiety. I won't open it. Gotta go through the proper <laughs> protocol. There's right. a certain protocol. So yeah, just send the band a message and we get but we. Typically get back within what, twenty four hours. Yeah, we we're pretty you know? efficient, pretty quick. We got a typical good fast response time log. However yeah. long the page says we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. However, yeah, exactly. Um, any shout outs you want to give? Shout out to uh, you, Mark. Shout out all of them. You know, as Bobby said, Volcandra, Stagecoach, and Volcandra. They're about to put it in. The Volcanoes, as they've been called before. February 28th, they're releasing their album at Z Bar. Z Bar? Mag Bar. Z Bar. Zen's Bar. Stagecoach, Inferno, of course. She just came out with a new record. She, yeah. It's really good. Bowels. Bowels is good. 
Devin from Val's, he recorded those first three Majutsu songs, and he recorded uh, all the Volcandra stuff as well. Nice. So definitely shout out to him. So. Yeah. yeah. Crown, of, Crown of Serpents. Oh, yeah. Crown of Serpents oh, yeah. is dope. Yeah. Um, all, all the good. boys, you know. Yeah, all the boys. The boys. Crypto Shout out to Blind Scryer. Blind Scryer. Blind, Scryer, Blind Scrambler. Of course. All, all the all the bands. <laughs> all the bands that are in the OK Storage Building. Yeah. Killy Killy. Mm-hmm. Pat Hume. El Basante. Oh, yeah. El Basante. El Basante is sick. Uh, Savage Master. <laughs> Savage Master. Shout. Uh, Definitely. Phil at Magbar for being sick. Yeah, sick sound guy. Never never had any problems with him. Never had any. Jared Wright. Of course. Yeah. And a little shouty. Yeah. Uh, Taco Bell, porno, and weed. Of course. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You know, fifty percent of my life right there. <laughs> and uh, um, Fred Durst um, for lighting shit on fire in '99. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big shout out to Trent Reznor for changing my life at like 12 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Scary. Shout out to Scary Black. Too. Shout out to Scary Black. Yeah. 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 Just came out with a new record. It's dope. Oh, yeah, it's really I don't good. Know about a record, a new album. Yeah, <laughs> it's digital. <laughs> hey, that's what it is. Yeah, it, that's, it's that's, fair, that's, right? That'll be on model one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. somebody, somebody's gonna press that. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Definitely. All right, guys. Thank you all. Yeah, yeah thank you. It. Yeah. Um, any last words y'all want to give out? Any parting words? Bring back the toasted cheddar chalupa at Taco Bell. No. I thought I did, You thought you did, but yeah. no? I'm, I'm good. Bring back the toasted cheddar chalupa then. Yeah, yeah. that's so really yeah. good. I don't yeah. think I've ever had that. Party. It's, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Had like five times that week. They had it out. No, they don't have it anymore. I could have made the best taco ever. Let's go to Taco Bell. Let's go to Taco Bell. (laughs) All right.
Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait.